Hi, I'm Ian, co-founder of Dig Insights and president of Dig's innovation insights platform, Upside. Welcome to Dig In. Dig In is the place to stay up to date on what's happening in the world of innovation, research, and technology, to find inspiration from today's business and innovation leaders, and to properly dig into hot topics that matter for consumer brands right now. And when applicable, we'll bring our own research to that conversation. Thank you for listening in. Today, we continue our exploration of the market research industry, the relevant news, and dig into what other companies in our space are doing, especially those who are helping to advance the industry. And that's why I'm excited today to be chatting to Tom Johnson, EVP of Sales and Customer Experience for the Americas at Dynata. And if you haven't heard of Dynata, I don't know why you haven't heard of Dynata, but they are a global leader in data collection through online and mobile surveys, utilizing proprietary consumer and behavioral business panels, They have been a source for countless surveys referenced in the media over the past few years. They have been leaders in growing data collection and management, and I'm excited to have Tom join us today. So let's dig in. Tom, so good to have you on our Dig In series today. Thanks, Paul. Nice to be here. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining me. I was looking forward to our conversation because you, uh, you've witnessed firsthand kind of that transformation of what's happening in our industry. Uh, and, and in many ways, your company, Dynata, is leading that transformation. And you're now the EVP of sales for and customer experience for the Americas. What, what is, what's that role? What do you do now? So I manage the t- all client-facing teams in the, in the Americas. So we sell to a few different segments and sectors. But uh, I oversee the sales teams, the account management teams, project management teams that, that deliver on projects day in and day out. It's a great industry with great people. So it's, it's a fun place to be. You know, so it's been interesting because there has been a lot of more attention, I'd say, over the last, especially since I started, you know, interviewing other people. But even, you know, since the beginning of COVID, especially, a lot more attention paid to this market research space. And I mean, we can def- what, what we define as the market research space is also up for question, but specifically around what Dynate is doing with that first party data aggregation and collection and be able to link even just that data to uh, purchase data or behavioral data and then using that information to generate insights you know even linking that to non uh, to external non-research platforms such as martech ad tech uh, creating lookalike models which i know you guys also uh, do as, as part of the the offering dynata describes itself as uh, the world's largest first-party data platform how much have you seen your business and the industry changed based on the first party data focus? Well, that, that's a good question. So um, it's, in some ways, it's dramatically changed. In other ways, it, it hasn't really changed. I think the, right now, the demand for consumer insight is greater than ever. And um, this, since I've been around, we're sort of at the most exciting time uh, in our industry overall. I mean, the, the, it's, it's trying to keep up with, uh, keep up our demand with the overall supply uh, out there. Yeah, one, you know, one of the things that I, we come up against a lot right now, <clears throat> and it, it's just even in our offering, and we don't even have our own panel, but security and privacy and regulations that are coming to protect the respondent uh, in, their, in their privacy and their data and data points, you know, it's, it's great. You guys have been, this is your business, uh, you know, collecting data on people uh, and, and inviting people to participate in, in market research studies. You know, with all this going on, all these regulations happening and, and, and even d- data security, 
you know, how's Dynata responding to it? How are you ensuring that uh, you stay the world's largest first party data platform? Yeah, so first and foremost, you know, we're, we're continuing to focus on creating the best possible panelist experience as a part of our overall efforts to maintain our supply. Data and insights, as, as I mentioned before, have never been more valuable to our clients and therefore never more in demand than they are right now. The opinions of real people are critical in feeding that demand. So it's imperative that we deliver the survey experience for those consumers that respects their time and the value of their opinions, which means better surveys, better rewards, stronger privacy and data management. Yeah, and especially related to, uh, you know, privacy and engagement, all this, what, what do you see as being the, the biggest opportunities in the industry right now? Yeah, I'd say probably the most recent biggest change has been the transition away from third-party cookies, right? Google's decision to eliminate cookies coming in 2023 and the move to app tracking transparency by Apple for iPhones are highlighting privacy and consent for consumers uh, and elevating fully permissioned first-party data in the marketing mix uh, as a really key component. And so it's a huge opportunity for us to help educate and enable our clients as they seek to engage with and optimize um, their advertising to privacy conscious consumers. Yeah, I think this is exactly like the point we were talking about in terms of you guys staying ahead of the curve and dealing with regulations that's coming down the line for you to continue to still engage with those people who want to participate and you, you, know, you still need to collect that data that you see as being very valuable to your clients uh, getting around those things like the changes in, like you said, in the cookies and the, and the, and the tracking on the phones. Yeah, those are all issues that you just don't even think about, but you guys have had to tackle. Yeah, right. So we're very thoughtful and careful um, about onboarding our panelists, ensuring that they have a really good experience. And we've got uh, all kinds of tools and controls to make sure that they're real people and that we're providing high, high value, um, uh, high data quality data to our clients. But we, you know, like we've been, we've been talking about panel engagement for a long time. Like even at Research Now, I remember the days, you know, when we'd have conversations about we need to respect the panelists, we need to not have long, long surveys, we need to do, you know, you know, ask the, you know, questions that are just, you know, easier to answer as opposed to a thousand, you know, lines of uh, attributes on a grid question or something like that. Yeah. We, you know, we've been talking about it for a while. I think the difference from what I'm hearing though, is that not only are you trying to, you know, encourage respectful time from the people who are buying uh, these, you know, respondents to participate in surveys from you, but also in just the surveys that you're conducting with them yourselves. So even just, you know, not someone signing up to even participate it, but even the stuff that you're doing with them to be much more engaging so that you can collect that information that in otherwise may be protected from some sort of regulation in the future. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah, that's a great point. So there's a few things. You're right. Up front, we, we had called them respondents in the past, and now we call them members. We, we ensure that when we onboard them, we provide them with a really good experience and make them feel very good about their, um, you know, their contribution and, and input and insight. And so we, we take a lot more care and attention. And the part of the reason we do that is because for a couple of things. First of all, 
there's a lot of ways that people can make money these days. And um, there's a lot more opportunities for people to make money in the gig economy than there was, say, four or five, six years ago. Yeah. And so now we're competing for uh, panelists' attention to get them to take surveys. And if it's a bad experience, they're just simply going to make other choices to, to make extra rewards and money. So I'd say that's one. And the second one goes back to what we talked about earlier, which is the demand is the demand has never been higher, right? We're coming out of COVID. Um, our industry, thankfully, is really pretty recession-proof because companies need to understand what consumers are thinking, how they're feeling, and they need to get that insight. And I think they've recognized that this is within the privacy world. This is a great way to go to get that that insight. So we have this perfect storm, which is. People have more uh, respond, you know, the, the, the formerly known as respondents, members have more opportunities to make money. And so they, there's more competition for us to bring them onto our panel. And then second of all, um, you know, we, you know, we need to make sure that, you know, we, we provide them a, a good experience and, and that the demand has never been higher. And so we need more and more people. So, we, yeah, no, that's a, that's a great, I mean, I've, I've spoken to a number of different uh, you know, company leaders in their space who are all saying the same thing. Just it's it's a crazy time right now. There's companies that need insights. Uh, to your point, and we need people to actually participate uh, and be able to get those data points so we can provide those insights back to our clients. I mean, as you would probably say, the industry is probably lit right now. I'm joking, Tom. That's the industry is lit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw it in. Yeah. <laughs> back to the one other point I want to make on the member experience is that we're looking at <laughs> metrics and data like we have never looked at before. Like for example, how many people sign up to take a survey and then never take a survey again? And what are the attributes of that survey that they signed up for to never again come back? And is that a particular type of survey? Is that a particular type of, uh, of client? Is it what's going on there? And how do we work together and take, bring our expertise to the table and work with our clients to make sure that, that we provide a better experience. Because as you said, we're sort of, we're all in this thing together and we need to work together uh, to, to make sure that we do provide that, that really good experience. Dynata just announced the acquisition of InBrain, a survey experience platform, uh, you know, related to what we, what we were just describing in terms of a panel engagement. Tell us a bit about that deal. And uh, because it's fairly new, not, not many people may have heard of it yet, uh, you know, what's the importance of it to Dynata and kind of what we've been talking about, especially around this idea of panel engagement and quality? Yeah, yeah. So the acquisition of InBrain strengthen, strengthens our core asset of, of high quality, fully permissioned first party data. It's, it's obviously made up of real, unique and engaged consumers. It also adds mobile first capabilities for survey and a monetation, monetation platform allowing for quick and effective integration for mobile app publishers to extend proprietary uh, reach. And so for us, it's critical, um, not, in, not just in terms of the technology, but also um, it opens up uh, a lot of younger folks into our panel. Um, the mobile technology is really an important complement to, to what we have as well. And you know, as, you know, as we talked about the challenge of supply and demand, is one that we're constantly focused on, on solving. And this acquisition helps to ensure that we can maintain our position uh, you know, as the leading high quality, fully permissioned first party data um, uh, place to go for our clients. And, um, and so I think that's, that's the reason that it's, we couldn't be more excited. The InBrain team, they're a great group of people that are extremely smart. They know what they're doing. They're gonna be 
a great addition to our uh, our panel panel team uh, and the asset itself. We're just we're we're anxious to to start offering that to our clients. Yeah, I, I think you know we I've always you know looked at uh, historically looked at the company Dyna and before that research now as you know they're you know one of our partners you know that are able to help us to execute our projects and so that we can deliver insights to our clients and I think you know there's this this natural tension between you know, you, where you have your research partners, and then you have people who are also then selling to the end client. And I, and as we look at the, you know, evolution of the company of Daniela, especially even just the industry where there's really, you know, survey, uh, there's automation, there's, as you say, you know, uh, panel experience, uh, there's, uh, you know, technology that's enabling clients to do stuff themselves and access, uh, you know, panel themselves through, through some of your platforms, servicing those clients at the end becomes, becomes kind of a necessity. And while some people might be, uh, you know, you know, scared or frightened or nervous about that inevitability, inevitability to actually service that end client, I think it's, I think it's actually, uh, you know, something that we all should just look at as we all need to try to move the industry forward. And if we see companies like Dynata being able to actually take this full package and offer a solution to the client that they find valuable in terms of being able to execute research quickly and efficiently, how can we also as business owners or leaders in our own field, how can we look at what Dynata is doing and see if we can also implement technology in a new way and in an innovative way that helps give our clients some, some interesting and new ways of looking at insights. So I think, you know, rather than be scared, I think it's what I mentioned before in terms of leading that change in the industry. I see Dynata definitely as being the, on the forefront of lead, leading that, the evolution of the industry overall. There's a few ways that we're optimizing our business, right? First, we're absolutely committed to innovation, leveraging the best and most innovative technologies to strengthen our services and solutions across, again, across the full marketing spectrum, uncovering insights. The next is that we recognize, you know, as I said before, this is a key point too, that technology is one way clients want to work with us, but a lot of clients want our expertise and insights. And so we want to work with them and provide uh, consultation insight along the way. And I think, you know, we want to work with our clients how they want to work with us. Okay. And now before I get to the next question, because I think that's a great summary, you, you, what you said, you know, in terms of seeing that and optimizing and seeing that, that change across the, the company, what's the, you know, what's the coolest thing that you've seen Dynata do since, uh, since the formation of Dynata with across the three companies? What's the, what's the thing that you're just like, wow, that, that was pretty freaking cool. <laughs> uh, you know what, this, this may not be the, I mean, what I would say is the fact this company has come together and brought three great companies with great people together into one company that can serve the needs of our global clients is an exciting place for us to be. And it was no small task uh, to uh, integrate three companies, integrate three cultures together, bring all the data into one platform so that we can make that available to our, to our clients. You know, I'm really proud of what the team has done and how we've come together to create one Dynata to serve our clients and a real focus on bringing the largest first party, highest quality data set to our clients like DIG. So you can go and, and do your work for your clients and have the reach that you need to, to complete your projects. I think, you know, that's a, that's, I think a very great answer, Tom, because I, I think what, you know, what we're seeing in this industry um, 
especially with the, you know, the influx of capital from private equity and VC firms and consolidation of some of the bigger players that you, you know, you mentioned your SSI research now in critical mix, but also with Confirmant and Focus Vision recently, uh, you know, Kantar you know, purchasing numerator, there is a lot of potential for disaster when you start trying to bring in too many companies and trying to create a culture, a unified culture with a unified mission on how you're gonna actually service your clients. And I think, yeah, you're right. Dynet has done actually, I mean, it sounds like Dynet has done a fantastic job at doing that. The interesting thing is, you know, it, it's this, for me, it's all about transformation. You know, we, we're, we're on a journey of discovering and optimizing our business with new solutions and practices that make it easier, faster, more efficient to serve our customers and compete in the market and drive growth. And I just, I think we're in this really exciting time, right? We're, you know, hopefully coming out of a once in a century event in the pandemic where every single part of our personal and professional lives has changed. And what does that mean for the industry? Well, so many people now living their lives more online, working from home. How do we engage and stay connected with those consumers and B2B audiences? What new innovations in technology engagement and other venues are out there waiting to be discovered, adopted? optimized. So I, I think, again, the next few months and the next coming year um, are going to be really exciting for the industry. And, and to me, it really is about that transformation. You know, it's, it's so interesting because I've also talked to and been a part of conversations. And it goes back to the fact that you said, you know, the, the industry is just having a fantastic year. Uh, there's a lot of demand for insights. Um, but I feel a little bit almost, you know, nervous for other business leaders who are, you know, almost maintaining the status quo of what they've been doing for the last 10, 15 years, and who are experiencing that still amazing growth year compared to relatively, you know, compared to previous years, um, especially after COVID. Um, but, you know, as, as, you, as, as is evidence with Dynata, you guys are, you know, looking at and innovating in different ways you know, dig, we're definitely doing it in new ways as well. We see the industry changing, you know, and I see it. And even just when we talked about it before, we talked about, you know, the definition of the industry, you know, is this even market research in, you know, space anymore? What is the industry? I mean, it's, yeah. you know, research, it's analytics, it's data, it's insights, it's, it's all of these things. And I, and I, I know I have a little bit of worry for, for business leaders that think that this is what's going to be, what it's going to look like for the next few years. I mean, you know, what do you think? Where do you see this this industry going? And, and what do you, you know? Do you have advice, or do you have some insight for business leaders that are kind of still think about that? You know, yeah, I'm I'm kind of just doing what I've been doing for the last decade, and I think it's going to work. Yeah, so that's a great one. I mean, I I guess to me, you know, coming out of this post pandemic, the one thing that we've seen is that once was once a five year plan is now a mandate for one year because things are changing so fast, right? And so I think the shortened timeline has absolutely raised the stakes. And we talked about this a little bit at our, our experience summit in March, and it was really inspiring to hear partners and clients and leaders across our industry talk about so many of these changes from privacy to consumer engagement to new technologies like AI and machine, machine learning and all the new models. And it, it was really inspiring to hear that. But what's definitely clear is that there's going to be winners and losers. And uh, the winners, similar to a lot of the things, uh, Paul, you've done at DIG and other places, are going to be innovative, 
out in front of the changes that are happening in our industry, leveraging technology to reach consumers, reach companies in, in new ways. Um, and so I, I do think that that's probably, um, you know, people need to sort of to understand that and take a step back and think about where they're going or they they may be left behind. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to think that way when everything's, you know, going so well. It's so, you know, and, and when yeah. everyone's trying yeah. to hire people because you can't keep up with demand, it's hard to say, yeah, I'm, you know, I still need to think what's, you know, what's next year and two years going to look like and how am I going to innovate against that and make sure you do set aside some dollars and time to do so. Uh, because, you know, it, it will change. It, I mean, look how much COVID changed, you know, consumer behaviors on a dime. Uh, just yeah. like that, you know, lo- many businesses had to transform just overnight. I can totally see our industry just rapidly changing over the next couple of years, especially as more, you know, as more attention gets paid on the industry, as more money comes in, as more companies start uh, being either acquired or consolidated or or picked up or, you know, marketing technology starts coming more into the uh, research space, you know, and there's a blurring of the lines between these industries. It is an, an exciting time, but it's also a little bit, you know, of a nervous time if you're not one of those uh, lead players in the industry. So, you know, yeah. so it's a caution, but I think it's, I, I think it also, you know, brings a, a sense of excitement to the industry as well. Yeah. And I would say, cause we're, we have an interesting perspective because we, you know, our primary customers and market research agency. So we work with lots of them across the country and across the world. And we, we definitely see our business growing faster with those that are more innovative. I mean, there, there's a correlation. We talk about that a lot internally about um, market research agencies are getting into new markets and trying to address new problems in new ways and finding ways to leverage technology are, are seeing more success. And it's, now's the time to do it because the business, the market is so good. You should be testing these things and, and getting yeah. out in the market. And the faster you can do that, then when things slow down, you're, you're, you're already, you've already tested some things, you know what you're good at and you can accelerate through it. Uh, to leave the listeners with one key takeaway, aside from being able to put lit into the conversation yeah. today, yeah. <clears throat> what would be that one key thing you'd want listeners to take away from our conversation today? Well, I, I think it would be just what we talked about. Be bold, right? Things are changing so fast in our, in our industry at such a rapid pace. It can be intimidating, overwhelming to keep up, um, but be bold. Start making the changes you need to make to compete and grow. You know, have the courage to recognize what you need to do to change and then make the choices you need to make those changes. I mean, for perspective, consider the co- coronavirus, right? We how fast the world was able to develop and deliver a vaccine in just under a year, right? And uh, that speed didn't even seem possible, yet viable vaccines were rolled out less than a year later. So I think that that's a lesson, right? The accelerated journey from lab to the arms of people everywhere shows that it's possible when you act bold, you act with urgency, you act with a level of imagination, in a market that's really good and clients are very interested in finding ways to consume more of what we're able to offer, this is the time to do it. And if you do it now, I think you're gonna, you're gonna come out ahead. So I, I think that whole, that whole concept of this is the time to be bold in this industry, help us make the changes in this industry we need to make to become more impactful and, and help, help customers solve their business problems. Tom, I can't think of no better way to end, uh, end the podcast than with that, to be bold. Sound advice from Tom Johnson, EVP Sales and Customer Experience for the Americas at Dineta. Tom, thanks so much for joining me today. 
Thanks, Paul. Really enjoyed it. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dig In. If you want more information about Dig Insights or Upside, please check us out on LinkedIn or at our websites at diginsights.com or upside.com. If you have any ideas for future episodes or would like to be a guest, please feel free to direct message me through the LinkedIn app. Thank you.